What up, Fatherhoods Nation? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. They've got ill creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Not only that, but Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and all that. You can make a little paper from your podcast too with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one spot. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Yo, be a father. If not, why bother, son? A boy can make him, but a man can raise one. Be a father to your child. Be a father to your child. Yo, yo, yo. We good? Levels Wait. is good. Check. Levels, Levels Check. are good. Wait. Wait. I hear. Yeah. I heard an echo. No, I don't uh, hear it anymore. Is it me? Is it me? One, two? No. One, two, one, two. I think we're good right now. All right, go ahead. Yeah. Well, here it is. Episode one, Fatherhoods. What's up? This is K, KGB. We got Manny Digital and we got DJ EFN. What's up, fellas? Ooh, yeah. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? So, yeah, so, we what are... What birthed this guy? <laughs> <laughs> no we, pun intended. What birthed this? We are all fathers, and we decided that we wanted to talk about fatherhood from a hip-hop point of view, from a hip-hop perspective. Shed a little light in, in, in that direction. Well, let's be quite honest here. Yeah. Um... Podcasting has become a big thing. We we all listen to podcasts. I think Kay, you've listened to podcasts probably the longest out of all of us. I would think. Yeah, probably. Well, um, I've had the pleasure and and the the luck the luck I guess what to say to be a part of a successful podcast, Drink Champs. So make some noise. should we, should we make some noise for that? No, I make too much noise over there. <laughs> um, you don't want to wake your baby. Awesome. Definitely not. And I think you know we just. You know, the thing about podcasting I think is dope is that it's just about conversations of, of just everyday conversations. I mean, you could podcasting could be about anything that you are passionate about or that you have expertise about or it could be about anything. And I think that we all got together and we've been thinking about other other ways to or other podcasts that we can potentially produce and do being that we're either fans of or do podcasts ourselves. And Kay, you came up with the idea of this podcast. Take it from there. All right. Well, yeah. No, you you said it. I mean, I think the, uh, I think we've all been the three of us been trying to figure out something cool to do, and um, you know, we just all of a sudden realized, oh yeah, we're all we're all fathers, and we're walking down the street talking about changing diapers and all that kind of stuff. All right. Well, wait a second. I'm sure there's other like, dudes out there talking about this, and uh, you know there's no real right, outlet for that. Regardless whether we record yeah, it or not. Exactly, right. exactly. And uh, you know, some of this is all new territory. I know for me, I got a six-year-old, so I was never super kid-friendly, and having a kid was all new territory for me. And E, you're you're fresh, fresh in it right now. Fresh off the boat. Yep. Yeah. It's funny. Um, side story. My girl was telling me that a home girl of hers said that her man found out knew found out that we had a baby before her friend did through drink champs. Nice. <laughs> Just side note there. She was like, what the hell? He's like, yeah, he, yeah, I heard him on drink champs talking about he had a baby. <laughs> I think, man, are you, are you the elder statesman uh, in terms of kids at this point between the three of us? You had uh, kids first, right? So not technically. Okay. So of, of my own, I've got... Uh, I started, so my, my son is five. So I of think your he, own? Well, let me explain. Let me, <laughs> let me explain my, my fatherhood origin story. Okay. <laughs> um, so, so I have three children. I don't, I talk about them like they're all mine. Cause you know, I've been in the picture for quite a while with my, okay. with my eldest. Um, but she's 11 and I've been with her since she's about three years old. Nice. Um, so I, I inherited her happily, uh, when I got with her mom. And then together we had two. Um, so I have a five-year-old boy and a uh, two-year-old little girl. Did you adopt? Officially, no. <laughs> but but working on it. And so so what's the dynamic in that in that scenario? I mean, when you uh, got with your 
then lady and she had a, already had a child, I mean, were you like nervous about it? Was it a, was it ever a deal breaker or did you automatically get along with, with, with her? So, so I, I think, and I think, you know, men typically talk about these types of situations as a deal breaker generally. Right. Right. Um, I fortunately never really had an opinion on it. Um, I, I always take everything kind of at face value and kind of let chips fall where they may. And in this situation, uh, I just kind of said, yo, let's just take it day by day and see how things go. And if things mature into a relationship, then I understand this, this is part of it. So it, it was never strange. Well, initially the thought did cross my mind, like, damn, if, if this pops off, right, there's a child involved that I have nothing to do with, you know, from the gate that may seem difficult but i mean it boiled down to the mother's trust in me and my ability to adapt to the situation you know we've had our our bumps and bruises but um i think if you speak to my daughter now she'll be like i don't even know what you're talking about that's my dad things are as good as they can be what's up with her father the biological um Damn, we getting into it, huh? <laughs> Might as well. I mean, I'm curious because that makes a big difference in the dynamic between you and her. Yeah. Um, so he's in and out. Um, he he keeps in touch sparingly, but the real glue from that side of the family is, is his mom. So she's very on top of things, you know, reaching out and, and being the grandma for her. So she kind of helps keep her side of you know like that's... his interests is through the through his mom right right right. and does the mom get along with you you guys like yeah yeah, yeah. no she's awesome she's okay awesome. it's it's weird because you got like all these components of a family right but um the love is real and the love is there so that really trumps all the the right stuff that could come about and so how does she feel now that you've got the two younger kids does she feel totally connected to them like that's or does she or I mean, not that she would tell you, but the, the, I mean that that they're, that's her blood, regardless. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, so the age disparity I think was our biggest concern. So she was she's six years older than the next child, and so for for that reason, we thought there was going to be a big disconnect. There was going to be a lot of uh, conflict as a result of that. But what it turned out being has been almost like she acts as like free babysitter. All, Yes, <laughs> but like a junior mom. I mean, she's 11, so you can't really call her that, but like, she's kind of like a junior mom. So through that lens and understanding that she's a big sister, she's taken that in stride. And fortunately, our first you know, child is a, is a female. If I, and, and because of the fem, you know, feminine qualities of nurturing that are genuinely in women mostly, that I think has helped create a really strong bond down the line with all her right. siblings. So it's been cool, but interesting. We can talk more about that later. I, <laughs> I definitely did not expect to have this conversation. Hey, man! Hey, I, I, this is the first time I hear about this, so I'm curious. Yeah, I mean, usually, usually with guys, when I, uh, other friends that I've had that have been in relationships with uh, women who had children, it's always easier when the kid is a a girl as opposed to a boy, because like with the boy, it's this weird um, yeah, boys while com- com- and competition with the yeah. Effect- yeah. with the affection from the mom. So it's yeah. a you know it's a harder plus as you know as you as a little kid if you got some dude stepping in you know I, I did that to my mom <laughs> you know it's it's not easy like I I, I wished away tons of uh well not tons, I don't know. but yeah potential boyfriends for my mom yeah so did I. So, and you're like, bad. and you can't do anything either. I mean, you could try to, you know, but it's also I feel like, like man, crap you got now because my, my mom's still, you know, she's she's by herself, and I'm like, damn, it's kind of my fault. So wait, so y'all were like knuckling up, like taunting? Yeah, I was just, or? I was just difficult. I mean, I'm a difficult person, period. So that Amen. only made it Amen. worse. Amen. You know, like I wasn't very difficult. I just didn't care for anyone very much. So I was like pretty out of the loop. You know, it's like, eh. Uh, whatever. <laughs> <You Right. know? laughs> so wait, so E, you, we didn't get to talk much about your fatherhood story. So where are you in life? Um, I have a three and a half month year old baby, and uh, yeah, learning <laughs> fatherhood at a. At a I think 
at a relatively older age. So, so you're sleep de got in sleep deprivation mode right now. Yeah, you know what? I can't. I I mean, I think that I've always been on sleep deprivation mode. Like I'm just not a good sleeper. Period. Um, but my girl's been pretty good about since she's nursing. She it's like to her it's like no point in waking him up if like really it's just her that has to nurse the baby. Right. So, but I wake up anyways because I'm a light sleeper, um, most of the time. Maybe not all the time. Um, but uh, she doesn't. She doesn't really try to bother me throughout the night. Like she kind of handles the duties. It's during the day that um, I'll try to pitch in a little bit more. I, again, I don't know. Like I don't know if I'm doing a lot, a little more. Like I, like I'm. I don't know. What, like I said, the jury. Well, I said it before on take two, and this is take three. But uh, the jury's out on whether I'm a good father or not. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's hard to, to, to especially those. I, th I think that first year was a uh, through me for a crazy loop. I like just totally like I didn't feel like myself. Everything was just yeah. You know, I didn't know what what the hell was going on. <laughs> I mean, I was having fun, but still, it's like right. you know. What like, I, mean? I mean, look, I, I to me the the best thing, obviously for anybody, when the baby is like all smiles and giggly, that's the best part of the baby. Yeah, you know the baby experience, but. For me right now, it's just learning to juggle, you know, work and the type of work I do is not conventional. So it's not like I can go to a nine to five, clock in, clock out, I'm back and on, then I can do certain things. It's just, it's all over the place. I'm kind of like on call. Um, it's kind of like on me. And then the, the way I work, which is even more unconventional, I'm like a, oh, I have an idea like in the middle of the night type of thing. And I got to go on the computer and I got to make a call or I got to make a text or I got to post something or I got to do, it's like. I'm all over the place. I go forward and backwards and forward and back. And so when you have a child in, in, in that midst of all that, it's just a little crazier. Yeah. <clears throat> Plus there's just a parent, like, uh, I mean, if you don't, if you've never been around too many kids or just don't know too much about raising a baby, uh, it's like paranoid about everything. Oh, <laughs> you know, for sure. Like... I mean, we're starting to get through some, uh, was it, was it, who was it that was telling me? I think oh, I was talking to Rec, recognized from May Day. Yeah um twin mode yeah he's got twins and and he he told me there was like a certain stage where it's like oh things are starting to normalize a little bit yeah and i remembered him telling me that and i feel like he's like oh you're in i forgot what he what term he used you're like stage one. Oh, you're you made it to stage one where it's like it's a little bit better you know what i'm saying so yeah i feel like we've gotten to stage one even my girl has even said it the other day like because we were so paranoid about everything now we're not as paranoid now it's like getting used to like the baby just crying you know uncontrollably in the middle of you know you trying to do something or whatever but but yeah you know it's, it's just it's just a new life and i'm just getting used to it um <clears throat> I, I just want to share one thing real fast as you're talking about that i'm thinking about last night so my two-year-old daughter so she she is i guess either an olympic peer or pampers or diapers just don't have the capability right. to hold what she's got going or what most kids i believe are, are putting out there so she wakes up in the middle of the night and i'm like in a daze and my my wife thank god she gets up she's got like this sixth sense where she's just like up immediately and she goes and i feel like she's taking a while to come back and i'm like yo what happened and she comes plops the baby down next to me it's like i gotta go put this in the wash and i was like what happened and she's, she made it seem like it was like a tsunami of urine all over the bed, her, you know, the baby's crib. And I'm like, like, this happens, you know, once, twice a week now. And I'm like, yo, I got to call these diaper people because they're not, they're not doing shit right. Right. And, and it's like to the point where I know it's not my own kid. Like, yeah, my kid probably, you know, she's got some pipes where she could pee very well. But like, come on, bro. Like, this is, and this is a habitual thing. So two going on three years of age, that should be kind of under control. And it's not. And so now we're losing mad sleep when that's usually kind of the infant stage and things should be normalized at this point and it's not. So I have a gripe with the diaper industry right now. Well, our, our issue with that is um, when our baby poops and it's liquidy, for some reason, that's what seeps out. Uh, like oh, the other day was mad funny. <laughs> I, I pick her up and the thing, this is, my baby's funny. She well, goes Carvel crazy. Sunday. <laughs> when she cries you you know usually it's going it's because she peed her you know she peed the pamper 
and she goes crazy. But if she poops, she doesn't care. I don't know what's, what's wrong with her. So then I pick, you know, usually in the morning you pick her up, whatever. I forgot what time of the day this was. But I pick her up. I, I put her. I had swaddled her. And then I put her down. All I know is that all of a sudden I noticed like a stain on one of the places where I put her. I was like, what is that? And I go and I put it to my nose. I'm like, ooh, that smells. <laughs> <laughs> and then I look back and like the back of her thing is wet. And I'm like, oh, man. And the swaddle was was brown. And, and then come to find out like, yeah, she pooped and went all over her back. And, oh, man. And, like today she had an explosive one where my, my girl's like, come here. And I'm in the middle of the <laughs> So I got mad. I'm like, what? And then. The baby's naked. She's holding clothes, dripping of poop. Put <laughs> of the thing where we the changing table. It's like a puddle of poop, and it's liquid poop, of course. So I yeah, that, that's crazy. My uh, my, my wife got our son started on potty training like around five months old. Oh, so how we, long did it take him? Um, not too long. I mean, we were out of diapers pretty quickly. Like um, like during the day, maybe maybe about two or three months in. He was um, he was out of diapers during the day, and then we'd have him in diapers at night, and then maybe in another month or two. I think by like by by one he was he was right. good. Yeah, he was good to go. God bless. Yo, yeah. teach E so he can get the leg up. Because <laughs> yeah, teach me. What real quick? One thing watch. I've noticed is that I guess since we're like talking about children and it's fatherhoods or whatever, we're like saying poop and pee. Like we could say shit and piss. <laughs> what, what have we turned into? Like, <laughs> you know what it is? We're subconsciously we're exploring our gentler I, sides right here. <laughs> I like that you brought that up because you just checked me. Because typically, when I'm talking about my kids or am around my kids, right. I try to keep the shit to a minimum. Right. right. Yeah. Unless I'm pissed, and then I just let it fly. But you're right. We yeah. should just be. <laughs> That's right. Because yeah, usually when I'm talking about this stuff, it's either around my kid or, right, or, or in some situation where you know it's other parents okay. and the kids are around and you know you don't. So let's be honest with ourselves. It's right. shit and piss. <laughs> <laughs> right. So so wait, let's take a few steps back because yeah. this this fatherhood's concept started. I say I, w- I want to say it was June of this this year. And Kay, do you want to take us through kind of what you were thinking at the time? Because I, I I have my POV on it, but I want I want to hear kind of the inception and, and then we can. And go before in. you go into that though, let's let's explain to the listeners that we are all in different locations as well. Yep. Uh, Manny's in New York. Yeah, yay. Kelly's in, in LA, well Santa Monica to be exact. And I'm in Miami, Florida. Yep. Why are you laughing? Why is that funny? Because KGB's in LA. <laughs> <laughs> No government names. <laughs> I said K. I said, said Kether. Oh man! Now we're gonna now we're gonna beep. Listen, if you think that we're gonna do a, a podcast that lasts for a long time and that your name isn't eventually, look, man, I let go. I never wanted anybody to know my full oh, government name. Oh man, that shit is all over the place. All right, that's, that's great. This is good. <laughs> You must want. You must not want us to have a successful. <laughs> Listen, uh, pseudo name. Ah <laughs> oh, man. All right, where were we? So you were going to start telling us why this happened, why fatherhood, how fatherhood was born. Um. No, I mean, uh, you know, we've been, we've had a couple different iterations of trying to, you know, figure some some stuff out, and uh, for me, I've, you know the idea of doing something in relation to kids or being a father and then having it tied into music and or hip-hop culture or the you know the stuff that we're into or we're working in you know it's just been kind of a scratching my head a little bit trying to figure that out and then also just uh you know not to give away this idea but as I think this stemmed out of this other conversation of just trying to find, uh, you know, media for our kids that wasn't the, the typical, the norm, uh, you know, that, that showed the diversity in, in people. You know what I'm saying? It's, I found it difficult to, to find that for, for my son. Um, so, yeah, that was just that conversation that we were having and, and, um, and that just being able to have these conversations. I, I noticed that we were talking about it anyway when we were on the phone. And and then also starting to see, um, you know, like you look at celebrities or rappers out there, and people are are, are putting their kids out front and 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 making it 
seem cool now to to be a parent as before you know that was never the case um so i, I just see there's like a a shift in and what the narrative is and you know i've had different iterations of this idea in the past of just trying to figure out like um you know how to incorporate the message of 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 hip-hop and kids and you know how that relates and that kind of thing so i think for us to be able to have these conversations and you know these are probably conversations that plenty of other folks are having um and to let people know that you know that that there's a network of people out there and then also for us to bring on some guests um you know quote unquote famous people who who are fathers and kind of hear their stories and get their take on fatherhood especially as it relates to you know being in the music industry and and you know there's like uh this you know you see it's all flashy and all that kind of stuff on the outside but you know how how does that how does that mirror with their life as being a parent and that kind of thing? So I think, you know, I think it'd just be interesting for people to be able to, to, to get a more of a, a real look at people and, and fatherhood. That, that's kind of what attracted me. So we all, in some way, shape, or form, are involved in hip-hop. Me, more distant than you two, because you guys have been in the industry in some way, shape, or form. Me, primarily as a fan. And what rang true for me was... In hip-hop, you don't tend to hear very positive things about fathers and their children. It's typically that, you know, the stereotypical stuff. Oh, he's a deadbeat dad. He's got 25 kids and he don't pay attention to none of them. You know, all, all this negative stuff. But in reality, and you know, you see it more and more, as you mentioned, Kay. Uh, nowadays, there is a focus on showing, at least, you know, in social media, you start to see the images of these artists with their children and they start talking about them. You hear them in their lyrics nowadays more often. So that intrigued me because having that discussion and trying to turn all that negative stereotypical stuff to, to shine a light on those that are actually involved and trying to be fathers um, is kind of silent and not very well heard. So for us to have a platform to be able to tell those stories, uh, I think it's going to be cool. Yeah. I, I think that um, hip hop is getting to an age now where it makes sense for us to talk about these things um i mean there's hip-hop grandfathers now so and i think that people there's there's you know obviously the 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 audience for hip-hop is huge um and there's a lot of people that could relate to what we're talking about you know on the on the standpoint from a father and even from the standpoint of a mother who who might want to listen to us to see this you know the point of view from their significant other or the baby's father or whatever you know because sometimes we misunderstand each other as fathers and mothers and um maybe this can can be you know bridge that gap where both sides can kind of like well not both sides because we're speaking from the father's side but i feel that you might hear more from a mother's side in the past than you we've heard fathers being kind of like honest about fatherhood uh, no pun intended um but I, I think you both are right i think there is a movement now i have noticed where people are more proud to to talk about being a father and prouder to be to say i am a good father or i'm trying to be a good father you know i see a lot of artists uh you know they, they even have like brands that they're pushing and and stuff like that uh so like shout out to terminology who has something yeah he's and, got his uh, good good dad gang good his, dad uh, gang premium pete has his presence yeah. uh presence over presence so shout out to him yes uh, i think there was a there was another podcast i don't know how many episodes they had it seemed kind of short-lived but there was another one called urban dads yeah there's the rap dad book that's out there so this there's, there's uh anyone else we're forgetting that we don't know about i mean you know, there's there's people out there, you know, having that the, the same kind of thought process. So, right. You know, hopefully we'll have we'll have them on and we can all chop it up as well. For sure. For sure. So <laughs> <laughs> now that we got the we intro got... out of the way yeah. and, and, you, and you listeners, um, hopefully that makes some sense for you two for listeners you. on the first episode. <laughs> hey, 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 I love both of them. Uh huh. <laughs> even even if it's half of one right <laughs> uh, that, so I, I think it'd be interesting and, and tell me if you guys agree um, since this is episode one your first experience as a dad so where were you when the baby was being born and 
what was that feeling like for you as you were going through those motions? Who are you speaking to? Whoever you, since you spoke first, EFN. Um, well, I was there. We had. <laughs> <laughs> well, is that funny? You said well, who was I? I was there. Actually, yeah, I guess there's plenty of plenty of dads who aren't there. Yeah, there's people that aren't there. <laughs> so, we had an interesting uh, birth because we were going through this whole thing of doing it all natural. We were in, in a natural birthing center with a doula and a and midwives and all that stuff and uh it ended up happening that she wasn't i believe dilating if i'm not correctly that's the right term yeah. enough um she was like in labor for like i think 48 hours or something crazy um so we were right across from a hospital and one of our midwives is a nurse in that hospital system so it was always that's their plan like if something doesn't go right we just wish you over to the hospital and that's what ended up happening so we ended up you know it was like it felt like i, don't, I might be wrong but it, yeah it was like 48 72 hours worth of this ordeal where we ended up in the hospital which kind of sucked because we did everything to do the natural childbirth including paying for that you know? <laughs> and we ended up in the hospital but whatever as long as everything you know as long as the baby was healthy and and my girl was was okay that's all that really matters and and then I was, you know, whatever we were there, they had to uh, induce labor. She ended up getting uh, an epidural, if I'm not wrong, which originally we weren't going to do any of that stuff, but it had to happen because she wasn't dilating. Um, and so, and then she, you know, she gave birth, but she gave natural birth otherwise, other than that stuff. And I was right there while it happened. I, I was holding her leg. I was helping, you know, saying push and the whole nine yards, being as proactive as I could be. In fact, I was. I started thinking afterwards. I was like, if I didn't hold this one leg, who the hell else was going to hold the leg? Willing to hold the other leg, there was like another person just happened to be there to hold the other leg. Um, my, my, you know, everybody says that yo, you get emotional. I didn't get emotional. I didn't shed not one tear. I'm surprised. I did think I was going to get emotional, but I did not. I just feel like my adrenaline was pumping, and I just was all about the health and well-being of mother and child. And I was kind of like on protector, like, you know, like fight or flight mode. Like, let's make it happen. Let's kill the game. I can't get emotional because if I get emotional, then, you know, how am I going to protect? I think that's what my, my thought process was. And nothing. And then the baby was born. Everything came out healthy. I was there to, you know, take pictures, write perfect pictures in the moment. And her grandmother was there and was able to see her 94-year-old grandmother. And uh, and my mom walked in right as the baby was being pulled out. Because <laughs> she's in traffic. <laughs> did, you, did you did you bite the placenta? I did not. <laughs> placenta. We, actually, we didn't even notice when the the placenta came out. All right, good. I'm glad because I hear some crazy stuff out there. Yo, know, homeboy of mine was in Singapore and they were selling bags of placenta in the back of a taxi cab. But we did cap. We did uh, make pills out of it. Oh, yeah, we did that too. Had it dried yeah. and, and, and the doula did that. Grilled. Yeah, my doula did that. She and and my girl, you know, had the pills. So wait, so segue, so segue, so Kay, yeah. was your experience similar? Very, very much similar. Um, although we 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 wanted to do all natural, um, and we wanted to do it uh, outside of a hospital, but then we decided. I thought you were gonna say outside. Nah. Period. <laughs> <laughs> out, on the, out, out on the beach. We're gonna do it out on the beach. <laughs> On a surfboard, <laughs> right? That, that's a hell of a water birth. Hopefully, there's no sharks around. <laughs> but we decided that uh, you know she, she wanted to do it natural, but in the hospital. Um, her water broke early. Got to the hospital, and then it turned into like basically everything that we didn't want to have happen had to have happen. Like you know, she had to get the epidural. She didn't want that, um, and it was like at least. Uh, 24 to 48 hour labor process because she was pushing for the longest and then finally like the it, it, it wasn't happening um there was some blockage so like after 24 hours of going through that kind of childbirth and the doctor was finally like all right we got to do a c-section because you know because oh, wow. the baby's going to start you know, suffering mm -hmm. soon so at that point you know, both my wife and I looked at each other and we both burst, burst into tears. <laughs> it was oh, like, because you know what I mean? We didn't really, we didn't, you know, we weren't, we weren't looking 
for that type of birth and birth, um right. and then we had gone through the whole I mean, more so her than me, obviously, but, but, I, but I mean, I was there for, for the whole time. Um, but it's just like, you know, you're working towards doing it that way and doing it natural. And then, you know, they, they pull the plug on that. So then, you know, they rushed her into the, uh, operating room and, and then, uh, uh, I was there for that and looked over and saw, you know, her cut open and then pulling the baby out. And I was like, Oh shit, what is going on? <laughs> you know? And then I, went and got uh had me come over and cut the cord and then put put him in my arms to carry over to my wife and i was just kind of freaked out because you know it's like i was worried about dropping the baby and i'm also looking at him like who is this guy <laughs> you know it's yeah. like you know what right. i mean because that's one thing you you know you're, you're there 12 months and you talking to the baby and there's this there's this baby that's inside of your wife right and then all of a sudden one day you see the baby outside and yeah it's just crazy. like whoa who are you? It's like <laughs> yeah. alien shit. Yeah, real. it was wild. So, and then I brought over and uh, and then gave gave uh, my son to my wife, and then you know she was holding on to him while they were stitching her up and all that good stuff. So it was it was crazy. It was crazy. So so you yeah, had, I, didn't, I didn't think I was gonna be able to cut the cord. Like I thought I was gonna be too nervous, but psh, I'm telling you, I don't know what took over me. I was like normal, like good. See, so, so you had you had uh, double duty on that, Manny. Yeah, I've I've been through two of those. Uh, I'm gonna I guess talk about the first one. So my son, um, now that you mentioned umbilical cord, I I had been reading prior to like what to expect. You know, as a dad in that moment, like what 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 are the common mistakes people make as a dad in that room? So I could try to avoid that, right? Yeah. So so one of them was thinking that the umbilical cord was like an easy thing to cut, like a no. string, right? So I'm in there, like they gave me the scissors, and I'm in there, like, like working out my fingers, ready to like do some damage, right? So when I get those scissors, I'm like, like if I was holding a Glock or something, like really like sturdy, right? And I go and I and I, you know, close the scissors on on the umbilical cord, and yo, it's like a thick rubber hose, it's yeah, kind of, yeah. Kind of and but I, I got through, but I almost didn't make it all the way through. So I'm looking around like, come on, baby, and I clenched and I finally broke through. But it was a lot more challenging than I thought. And I'm like, shit, what the fuck is going? On? Like, why is this shit so tough? And I actually asked the nurse. I was like, yo, what the hell's going on? And she's like, well, if you think about it, like this is the child's means of getting the lifeline. Yeah. Yeah. So like, it's got to be like heavy duty. It better be sturdy. Yeah. I was, right, actually, so. I was a little stressed about that because I, I was thinking, man, I don't want to give him a fucked up belly button if I, my cut is off. <laughs> yeah. 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 What, but your, your cut determines that? Nah, it doesn't. Yeah, I don't know what it you're doesn't. talking about. Uh, you know, <laughs> but not, you get that not knowing head. anything is basically No, what you want to know what's funny? <laughs> Leading up to this, to the baby, I always thought that the literally the doctor ties a knot that makes your belly button. And I used to be like, people who had like the innies or the outies are like, ah, you got a ghetto ass doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Little did I know, it's really just about it falling off and how it falls off. Mythbuster. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the other thing that came to mind as you guys were talking was, so um, when my wife was giving birth, so first of all, I, I, have, to, I have to give my wife props because she's had three children, natural birth. Wow. The last one, which should be kind of the most difficult just given age and all that stuff, um, she had with no epidural nothing and that shit was crazy so my son with my son um she didn't want me nowhere near her and i'm in there so i'm trying to be what efn was talking about like the protector like making sure things are right and execution is good and she's comfortable but she had she wanted no parts of me nowhere luckily she allowed me to stay in the room so I'm there when she's pushing, I'm holding her arm and she's like batting me away and I'm trying to like, you know, pat, you know, rub her <laughs> face. She's like, get the fuck away. <laughs> wow. Like the demon. Right. And then it gets to a point where um, she kind of allows me next to her. And then, yo, she grabs on. And she's given like one of her final pushes. You told me about this. Yo, dog. I had a scar on my arm for like <laughs> wow. two months. It was like she stuck all of her nails into my arm. And for for weeks, it was like throbbing. And But at the end of it all, like, you know, my son comes out and 
I definitely shed a tear. I was I was trying to hold it back. I, I probably squirted like two. Two came out of my eyes. And then the first thing I did was like, because he didn't start crying immediately. So I thought that was weird. And I was like, yo, Doc, what's going on? Why is he not crying? And then a second or two later, he just, you know, did his normal thing. And, and that was that. But what was stuck with me, and I still see this in my in my head, is how purple he was. Like, like he looked like a purple little alien, which I thought meant he didn't get enough oxygen. But it was the combination of blood and all this stuff that, you know, is normal in birth that made him look like that. You, you just reminded me really quick. Well, two things. One thing, um, we definitely got to give props to all of the mothers and all females out oh, there. yeah, for sure. Because what they endure is we don't have to endure any nah. of that. Yo. insanity. Um, so definitely props to all the women out there, all the mothers. And uh, damn, I forgot the second thing was already. I'm Bacardi brain. <laughs> no, you know what's funny? The reason why I just lost my train of thought is because my girl's texting me. <laughs> and it's about, you know, where do I leave the baby now? <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean we have to cut the podcast short? I think that's the, uh, I think that's the sign. <laughs> I got probably like 10 more minutes. <laughs> Damn, what was part two that I was going to say to you, man? Purple, purple, purple color. Child. What was the last thing that you said? About a purple. Purple oh, blood. That's right. Okay. Uh, one thing that I've also learned in this whole process is, is if the newborns or babies have like this like bluish, purplish, like skin like patch, it's uh, indicative of uh, like the melatonin in the baby's skin, like ethnic babies. Hmm. Or like babies that are tan, like, you know, color, like brown, yeah. brown, brown, black. Color. You know? Um, did you guys know that? I didn't know that because our baby has this patch in the back. It's like a purple patch. It doesn't last. It doesn't stay there forever. It's it's just it's the skin tone like figuring itself out. And the and the, I always say the veterinarian and the pediatrician. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. We we might have to cut that piece out. <laughs> I tell my girl to make it a point for the because I have a puppy too, man. Um, so the pediatrician is like, yeah, that's you know that's. You know, brown babies, or I don't know what what term he used. You know, what I'm saying, you know, I'm, I'm a white Cuban. You know, like <laughs> so it's definitely on my girl side. I am well though. You know, it's my Italian side, but uh, my Sicilian side to be exact. Um, but yeah, it's definitely from my from my girl's Native American side and and Guatemalan side. I would assume. I mean, I don't know. So, but yeah, I, that was new to me. I don't know if you guys knew that. Did, yeah. did your like Manny? You're brown. Did you have a did any of your children have that? I didn't notice anything. No. Like it's like a purplish. Like it could either be a patch or it could be like a like a skin tone that's like off like, a little bit. No, it's like a like if you took a, a purple crayon and you, or like a marker and you made like these like mashed up dots like that, like all over. It's my like almost like my a, son had that on the back of his head. Yeah. And then it went away after after a while. I don't. I'm I'm gonna have to ask my wife. I, don't know. I just I've, I've had that too many drinks since then. I don't any, remember. Any uh, neo-Nazi racists, if they see that in their babies, they're gonna go what? <laughs> chill, chill. <laughs> That's their litmus test for for the Aryan race. <laughs> shout, no! shout out to Twenty Three and Me. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, I, I feel like we're we're running out of time here. What is it that we expect to happen next? I mean, as far as, you know, topically, because I think this, this was a great primer. So this uh, is this, us talking to ourselves, but at the same time explaining to our audience what we're right. going to do next. What we're going to do. Yeah. Yes. I think we're going to um, let it fly. <laughs> now, look, I think we each have different expectations, which is, I think, perfect for what this podcast should be. Because we're all at different stages of being fathers. Like me personally, like I'm gonna use this as a therapy session and, uh, and <laughs> as, a learning as, session, as you should and a learning session because you know I'm a new father and I'm trying to figure things out. The dope thing about it is that we're all relatively close in age. Well, Manny, how old are you? Seventeen? Eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> we're all we're all relatively close in age, give or take a couple years for Manny. Um. And, you know, so we're in that sense, we're kind of like in this in mind frame, you know, we're in the same place. But uh, I think us having children of different ages is perfect for us to have different issues or different 
different things to bring to the table, different experiences. And you guys can help me. And while you're helping me, you might help another listener. And while I'm talking, you know, like I think all of these different stages that we're in can be very beneficial to other people listening. But at the same token, I hope that we can have fun with it because we're not trying to be educators necessarily either. You know, I want people to be entertained while they listen to us as well. Yeah. I mean, that's my my goal at least. Yeah. I mean, all we can do is, you know, share our own point of views and stories and, and, uh, you know, listen to what everyone else is talking about as well. And, uh, you know, and, and hopefully people, cause I, cause I know there's plenty of, plenty of guys out there who just, you know, they're, they're, they might, uh, have too much pride to want to ask questions or, sure. you know, and, or think that they got to suck it up and just figure it out on their own. Um, so it's nice to be able to have an outlet where people could, could hear some stuff that, that maybe, you know, they're going through as well. So. Yeah, and, it's, and I'm not saying it's going to be easy. Sometimes we, like, for example, like with Manny, he wasn't necessarily all the way ready to talk about his situation. Um, <laughs> no, for real, like, we, we might have some, you know, eventually, you know, we, it's going to take some time to unravel some of the things we, we really need to know or want to know about what's going on with, you know, the progression of being a father or whatever, whatever. Yeah, and also what, you know, like our, our experiences growing up and, you know, what our family makeup was and how that contributes to the kind of fathers that, that we're going to be and you know that's a great point like looking back and saying all right these are the things that i'm not going to do uh, these right. are the things that i missed out on you know this is you know i'm not going to i'm, I'm going to change the, the the cycle for for, for this go around for my kid you know which is scary because i'm afraid that as much as someone might say this is exactly what i'm not going to do we continue to do it and maybe us talking about it will ensure at least for me that uh you know i don't do it um so yeah that that's actually really important and i think maybe in the next one maybe we should talk about our upbringing um just to like have an understanding um for ourselves and our audience uh so that we can moving forward we can we can like refer back to that and you know i don't know we'll have like a therapy session yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no that's that's real you that's know real. even if no one's listening we're going to benefit from this Yo, I'm having a blast already. So, <laughs> and then when I introduce beer, uh oh, <laughs> that'll be when I had a rough day with the baby. <laughs> I'll, I'll get my scotch bottle out and get ready to rock. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that I, once in a blue moon. I have enough with drink champs already. I almost brought one to the show right now. Yeah, I got my Zevia. No, we're not paid by them, but I got it. But they could pay us if they want to. <laughs> well, right. I guess it's uh, let's see, some. About dinner time for me. On I got a f- kid to feed. I think uh, you guys do too. I got a babysit. Too. My girl wants to go to CrossFit. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> Why is there that funny, go. man? Why are you laughing at me, man? <laughs> no, you're like, I got a babysit. My girl's got to go to CrossFit. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I don't understand. You sound almost jealous. Like you wanted to go and leave to her. CrossFit? Yeah. I already went to CrossFit. Oh. Okay. Doesn't, doesn't ever show, but I went. <laughs> Yo, um, before we go, I got a dope recipe Come in, babe. share with you guys. The girl's knocking to, um, I think, drop off. The oh, oh yes. I lock. I always have this bad thing where I lock my door. Excuse me, guys. You, you can keep talking, up. Manny. What's, what's your recipe? Say, I got a dope recipe that I need to share with you guys. Um, it's to make platano pancakes. Ah, okay. All right. I, I'll give it to y'all later. But actually, I might even do a little something to show, show the fans. We could do some video content. To, uh, Might, to you know, maybe po- post that on on IG. How about there you go? A little yeah. ex- extra content. There you go. The the overtime. Right. <laughs> oh, hey, there she is. Dang. There she is. Wow. Is it your uncle's? What's up? Yeah, she's bright awake, man. So for the listeners, uh, E's little little girl is there in his lap right now, ready to rock. Yep. And yep. she's a ticking time bomb, so we gotta <laughs> we gotta wrap this up because any minute now she'll be like podcast what? Right. So so wait, so should we have a closing? I think we're just gonna have to evolve to a closing. Yeah. Yeah. We, well, I mean, what, what what were you thinking a closing would be like? I don't know. So, it got to be hip hoppy. Where are we at time wise? We're at uh, forty three minutes. Wow. How about if you guys want to shoot for an hour? I'm I'm willing to to do it as long. Maybe the closing is when she cries. That's amazing closing. <laughs> That'd be dope. Or we can leave it at uh, "Be a father to your child." 
Ah, the song? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. That might, Isn't that, that, the, that might have to be our intro, too. That has to be the intro. Yeah. yeah. There you go. We got to get, get Ed OG on the show. Yeah. So we can talk about what... That's, what, that's what, an, look, what another thing... Him, we, what, him made, what made him make that song, especially back then? Right. Another thing we could do is look for hip-hop songs that talk about fatherhood and kind of like, you know, that could be a segment in the show every once in a while. You know, there's, you know, I mean... Dear Mom was not about fathers, but we can kind of like go about parenting in general, you know? Yeah. So I think there might be just, yeah, I think those two songs. <laughs> those two songs. <laughs> nah, there's, there's, there's more. We just don't like the one Nas has about his daughter. Oh, yeah, true, true. There's no, there's plenty. There's, there's songs out there. Or, or there's lyrics that, that, you know, like a famous, you know, like, you know, Biggie or whoever, like famous artists that mentioned them being fathers. And we can like dig into that lyric and decipher it if we want. Yeah. Want to take a hip hop. What do you think, Emmy? Just stoic. <laughs> yo, that's that, yo, that's the perfect meme. Just capture her face. Uh-huh. Like, yo, this, this shit is bootleg, dad. Right. Like, pamper Ninja? You're the Pamper Ninja. Like, Shut up and play with me already. <laughs> yo, look, oh, oh, look, oh, 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 you see that? You see how she gets? Look. Uh-oh. Oh, oh. It's coming. Is that you looking for it? Oh, there she go. <laughs> dad, not in public, dad. All right, yeah, man. Got, so we, so we just need one. We just need one of our kids to burst into the doors right now and start screaming. <laughs> you see, what's that one where the dude? What is it? The dude's talking and the kids in the background. What is that one? The, the nanny has to come in and try to rescue or something. Yeah, that was hilarious. Which one was that? <laughs> I gotta find it. It's that like a meme find, now uh, out there. Yeah, like some guy was doing like a. It wasn't CNN, but it was like a, a news. Yeah, show. it was like yeah. He was like a pundit on on one of these news things. And you know they do it Skype, they do it via Skype, and the kid runs in the back. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. It's hilarious. All right. Um, All right. I think we're good, fellas. Okay. I was going to tell a story, but I think I, I want to wait to the next podcast. Well, well give us a, like a preview. A preview? No, it's nothing juicy, man. I, just, I made it. I made it sound dramatic just for the listeners to ha- latch on to it's episode a, two, bro. It's a juicy diaper. It was a whack teaser. So wait, before we do get out of here, and I mean, this could be a conversation off the air, but I think who cares? We're not. We're not that professional. When? What is it? What's the regular release dates that we're trying to go, or days of the week? Um, I think we're gonna. What well, we wanted to shoot for for every other week, right? For a release. Yep. And then um, now the days that we record, that's a different story. We're gonna have, we're gonna have to juggle that's a that part around. Of the fatherhood yeah. struggle. Yeah, we might even have to, in some weeks or sometimes maybe piece together some episodes. Yeah, this is true. This is yeah, true. Look, guys, the struggle. Look, the audience will understand because what we have to talk about is likely gonna be useful. Yeah, so, I'm I'm just, I'm interested in hearing. The the potty training stuff from K. We, Yo, that's a that that could be an episode on its yeah, own. I yeah. need to hear that. I need that in my life. Oh, believe me, you'll 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 be happy, man. You don't want to have uh, shitty no. shitty diapers for no. <laughs> a huge no. portion no. of your life, man. Oh, and one thing one thing that I do want to talk about because me and my girl have been talking about it is that she's starting to like get amused by cartoons. And I, was it UK that didn't let your kid watch TV? No, nah, I let him watch. I let him okay. watch the TV. I was worried because I was like. Kay's my role model, and I'm and I'm such a bad, you know, follower. No, but, uh, no, yeah. believe me. Once when once my my wife went back to work, and she had to start traveling. Right. I, I needed some uh, some the TV some, some busy town mysteries in my life. <laughs> so she so she's definitely amused by cartoons and you know the colors and stuff. And uh, me and my girl have been talking recently because she's just starting to like get amused by it. And I like to put on like one of the things that's always on it and amuses me as well. Is Teen Titans? Oh yeah, Teen but it's Titan not age go. appropriate. But I'm like, she's a baby; she doesn't know. So yeah, she, yeah what... she won't know it now. But yeah, once once she starts talking a bit and kind of, then then it'll you'll want to flip flip the script a little bit on that one. Yeah, I think it's all it's all colors and visuals yeah. Right now, it's all stuff. colors. Yeah, but we, even... we could be totally wrong. There might be some you know someone. Uh, some hidden agenda. Someone who is actually knows something who's listening to this saying, these guys are fucking well, that's the point. <laughs> yeah. you know, and you know what? That's another thing too. Like, 
we need to open up our emails or or whatever to to our listeners because you know obviously we're gonna get a lot of crackpots out there that just hit us up telling us we don't know crap but if there's someone that has some sensible advice or even a professional or someone who claims to be a professional um you know we're, we we want to take in this information you know we have things to learn too yeah that's so, that's for sure there's never i guess there's and that. we could read we could actually read advice that's being sent to us and that we and you know we could decide if it's valid advice or not you yeah know? you really have to i mean for me what i learned is it's like you just kind of like everyone's going to have an opinion on what to do and for how to sure. all this and you just got to kind of pick and choose what seems to work for for your life and the nature of your child as well because you know every right. kid's a little bit different and you know there's all these you know you start reading all these articles don't let your kid watch tv don't let your kid do this blah 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 you know and it's just like general across the board and i'm thinking right. well i don't know you know Having a little TV every now and then helped me get through some, <laughs> you know, some some times. I'm and, I'm trying to get her to hold the iPhone. No, I'm playing. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't worry, she's gonna do that real soon. <laughs> well, right now she's in front of a big iMac. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So since since we were just talking about socials, um, if you guys listening, do guys and gals listening, uh, do want to reach out to us. Uh, we've got a Twitter handle and an Instagram handle. Both are fatherhoods with an s pod all one word fatherhoods pod twitter and instagram and uh we'll hopefully be posting and doing a whole bunch of stuff on there so uh mess with us guys yeah indeed cool that's case famous indeed indeed <laughs> i didn't know that was famous <laughs> it's famous. i guess it is <laughs> if you're telling me it's famous then it's famous i don't hear it from many people so it's k famous <laughs> indeed it's like a movie quote indeed it's right. just a way to say something without having to talk too much <laughs> you know that's I mean? <laughs> like a hell of a the, the big uh full stop indeed yep Indeed, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Scallywags. Um, All right. I need to eat. So Manny Digital is signing off. All right. All right. Fellas, until next time. Pizza. Yeah. Peace. Later. <laughs>